Hey, Beat Check listeners, this is Lizzie Acker. We launched WhyTho, our advice podcast, on this feed, but we're moving over to our very own WhyTho feed. Come find us by searching for WhyTho the podcast wherever you listen and get even more WhyTho content at OregonLive.com slash WhyTho. Yay! Welcome to WhyTho the podcast. Hello, Destiny Johnson. Hello, Lizzie Acker. How are you today? I'm living my best life because... The tide has turned. The weather has turned in Portland. It is overcast. It is rainy. It is twilight the movie weather, and I've come into my full power once more. Mm-hmm. It is beautifully Oregon rainy outside. And, you know, I I love summer. I do. But when it starts to rain, I'm also like, oh, I missed it. I don't love the summer. I'm kind of a summer <laughs> hater. I don't love the sun. The sun doesn't love me. It's mutual. Um, and when it starts to rain, I start to get giddy. I like get my books out. Mm. I get my tea out. I get my sweaters out. Mm-hmm. All of my like little old lady hobbies are really like inside conducive. They come in. The only thing that gets worse is that, you know, I got to walk my dog. I started oh walking yeah. my dog in the rain, but he does yep. have an adorable raincoat. Oh my gosh. A dog raincoat is, <laughs> it doesn't really get much better than a dog raincoat. I mean, little kid raincoats. Oof, those are very cute. Oof, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I, for some reason, I just imagine it's easier to get a, a raincoat on a dog than it is on a little kid. If, I bet, I if the little right. kid is like, not today, mom. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Well, welcome listeners. This is why though the podcast. Yeah, this is our podcast. We do this every week. We sure do. And uh, we get to do this podcast because Lizzie writes an amazing column called why though where she gives people advice i give people all kinds of advice and uh i'm happy to do it i love doing it and i love coming in here every week and talking to destiny who produces this podcast and She's we just really like good at it, talking chat to me it, and giving advice chat it out figure it out mm-hmm. and always talk about the weather because that's true you know what it's important it's and me i bring it up a lot i'm so sorry I'm i very love sensitive I lo- you know what <laughs> it's less like oregon we're always talking about the weather and i also feel like because we get to like be here in person we're more it's just we have to experience it to get we are experiencing things and Mm -hmm. and i i should know that i'm wearing um, my flannel pants i really like them they're like pajama pants but for work they're really cool with the docks though it's the it's the Mm -hmm. pacific northwest vibe that i really hoped for when i lived in florida you know like i had a picture of what it might be Mm mm-hmm that's it. These are um, just to tell you. These are Blundstone boots. Oh, and I'm s- really literally sorry. everyone. I mean, you might not have a pair because you only moved here a couple years ago. I have like five pairs of Docs though. Yeah, the um, there was a day where I was with some other Oregonian female Oregonian employees, and we were all wearing these boots. Yeah. Okay, it's a thing. So yeah, they're. I mean, they're just easy to put on. Okay. And they're waterproof. They're cute. And I just got these ones. Um, my mom got them for me, my parents, sorry, for my birthday. Mm-hmm. I have another pair that I've probably been wearing since I moved back here. So almost 10 years and they have bit the dust. The, the, <sighs> the bottoms are coming off. So goodbye to the old. I bought the exact same pair mm-hmm. in new. Because it's your birthday in two days. It is. I'm yes. going to be 41 years She's old. She's going to be 41 years old. And if you want to wish Lizzie happy birthday or talk to her about any advice, mm-hmm. if you can text her. Yeah, you could text me. In fact, as a birthday present to me, you should text me. Um, You just text the word advice to 503-751-8731. And then you just click the link and you subscribe. And you can tell me happy birthday. Because when this comes out, I will have been 41 for one day. Yes, on, yep, 
Absolutely. This on will Thursday. come out on Thursday, the 28th, and Lizzie's birthday is the 27th, so you better wish her a happy birthday. Yeah. Um, but through that text messaging, Lizzie will be actually texting you, yep. um, asking for advice for her column or feedback on her column or questions for her column. So yeah. please Today, do. I actually did present a very weather-based quest- question. It's not just you, Destiny, who's <gasps> obsessed with weather. It is also me. I said, uh, well, what are you, umbrella or a raincoat? Mm. This is the season where we really decide and there's a lot of people in Oregon who are like umbrellas are bad blah 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 you're not a real Oregonian if you don't if you use an umbrella I think those people are wrong umbrellas can keep the rain off of your head and your face and if you those wear glasses I was just gonna say those are for people who are privileged and don't wear glasses exactly exactly <laughs> for people who wear glasses umbrellas can be a game changer yeah. I want to say raincoat and umbrella for me all the time yeah. well not all the time I mean I'm from Oregon so it's got to be raining pretty hard for me to get the umbrella yeah. out but you know I think there's a threshold also yeah well today our question is not weather based no it is however I think perfectly suited for the two of us it is um if you've been listening to this podcast you know that I destiny am a childless spinster <laughs> um and I like it this way yeah Lizzie is not she's married and she has a very adorable child and yeah. she likes it that way I like it that way. And this question, I think, is a great volley for the two of us. Yes. Because we have these different lives. Are you mm-hmm. ready, Lizzie? I'm so ready. I love it. Okay, listeners. Advice. I hope that you're ready. This question goes, Dear Lizzie, I'm at the age where a lot of my friends have kids. Little kids. Little time-sucking kids. And I don't have any and don't want to have any. I know it's traumatic, but I kind of feel like my friends are ditching me for their babies. Is it possible for people without kids to be friends with people who have kids? Should I give up now? Signed, happily unencumbered. <laughs> well. Well. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll just say that um, I'm a spinster, but not like this person. <laughs> Well, you know, like I'm going to give this person some leeway. I know that it can be, you know, like before you have kids, it's so absolutely obnoxious to hear people who have kids. I feel like I've said this on the podcast before, or at least I've written it. Like it's so obnoxious to hear people who have kids act like, say like things like you have no idea what it's like to have kids, you know, hearing things like that is really annoying and our culture really um upholds this idea especially for women that having children is the ultimate goal or the one of the best things the best most important use of your body and sure and our so our culture is really stacked against women especially who choose not to have kids and i think it's bullshit Mm -hmm. um so i'm gonna give her a little uh, leeway to be annoyed because this is anonymous and it's annoying. Okay, sure. uh-huh. <laughs> and people with kids can be smug. Oh my gosh, this makes me think of sure. this. Pregnant women are smug. A song from um, uh, oh my gosh, what, what are they called? It's this comedy, two women comedy band. Um, oh, um I want to say I'm like Hollow Notes. It's not Hollow. No, it's not Hollow. Yeah. It's, it's um, yes, yes. I okay, maybe yeah. we can link yes. to the pregnant women are smug. Yes. It's true. It's true. And when I was pregnant, I was I was smug, too. And then when I wasn't pregnant, I was like, man, these pregnant ladies like take it down a notch. Um, But I mean, on the other hand, I don't. Okay, Yeah. So (laughs) while I don't delight and certainly won't let we've 
covered my confrontational nature several times <laughs> on the show. Right. And if you've met me in real life, I'm sure we've gone over it in real life several times <laughs> as well. Um, I won't let anybody talk down to me for nothing about nothing. Right. So, yeah, I don't like it when parents are like, you don't know what it's like to have you. But, but all on the other hand, I don't. It's that, yeah, that's the other thing. It's yeah. like, it is, true, it is true that when you have kids, like unlike pretty much any other most things like transitional things that happen to you in your life the day before you have a kid and the day after are so completely <laughs> different your life yeah. is completely different forever right um and it's it is truly impossible to fully comprehend what that means and mm -hmm. i think it also means different things for different people mm -hmm. but like um like like chemically <laughs> everything oh, right. changes yeah, and you are suddenly fully responsible for the life of another thing which which i mean i remember um one time early on in my journey of having a child before right before the pandemic i had a baby right before mm -hmm. the pandemic and i was back coming back to work just like part-time and i was working on the weekends so my husband could be with our baby mm -hmm. and you know because like that we didn't have child care except right. for my, my parents watched her like a one day a week and he, yeah anyway um and it was, she was a little baby, mm -hmm. you know, because our culture, our society doesn't let us stay home for a year. She was like yeah. three, three months old. Um, and she's always been a very, uh, um, baby. yeah, she was so cute, cute, but always, uh, had strong opinions, <laughs> uh, especially about me being around. Like she really wanted mm -hmm. me around uh, And she, one night I was at an event, like for work, I was covering an event and my husband called me and he was like. I think you like really need to come home. Nona oh. will not stop screaming. And it had been going on for a while. Sure. Um, and it was such an insane experience. Like uh, that was the first time I was like, oh yeah, like my work is, is meaningless compared to this. Like I have to leave. This like if my kid needs me, I have VA. to go. Yeah. It doesn't right. matter what I'm doing. It doesn't matter that I'm at work. There's nothing in my life that equates to that. Like yeah. truly, absolutely. Mm -hmm. There is, I mean, death of a family member right that's the only thing that i feel like right you know a, a, an extreme an extreme emergency that you'd be like i'm leaving yeah, yeah. right there's right. nothing i mean like your dog has diarrhea and he's doo-dooing on the floor okay yeah. sorry that sucks <laughs> yeah i'll be home and i'll have to clean it when right. i get home yeah you know what i mean there's nothing that i have a dog obviously mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, there's nothing you know as much as i joke oh that's my that's my human son i do yeah. make that joke <laughs> it's not the same it's i don't wild. feel like it's the same i've never felt like it's mm -hmm. the same i think people who think it's the same are a little silly <laughs> i sometimes you know. am like there's similarities definitely but that thing where it's like you yeah that's not you have no other like not it, similar in, any in terms of priorities it's like this the life of this person and then everything else is at the floor and I think that this, I guess that's what I wanted to say. Like the smugness of mm -hmm. pregnant ladies, y yes. Mm -hmm. Have I s witnessed that? Absolutely. <laughs> on the other hand, mm -hmm. you're full on like alien the movie style growing something inside it's of you. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's like, how do you, you do have that? another, you're growing fingernails mm -hmm. and hair mm -hmm. and a liver. I, you can be smug. Right. <laughs> it's a lot of you, work. Uh, and it's also yeah. like so wild that our bodies are capable of doing that. I, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> and you can be smug if you want. And I think that ultimately what I'm getting at is I think that this happily unencumbered person mm -hmm. does not have like a a sympathy or even like an you can't have empathy for it because you're right. It's mm -hmm. not something if you don't have kids you can't understand, I don't think truly. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't think they have a sympathy or an empathy 
as much as they can for the idea that yeah it is going to be hard for you to maintain a friendship with somebody whose priorities have shifted so wildly in a way that you cannot understand yeah like in terms of that like they're they can't go out you know like i can't yeah the the non the childless person (laughs) making sacrifices right and and that is frustrating you know and it's like you need to have i think we we were a little bit before this sort of discussing this but like it it will work it can work if your friendship with that person is strong enough for it to work Mm -hmm. and you're willing to make those sacrifices Mm -hmm. just like you know you can have casual friends that go by the wayside for lots of reasons Mm -hmm. and if if this is not a friendship that um is strong enough it'll either have to be put on hold until that person is their their child is you know maybe 10 or like or it is going to be more on you or you're going to have to be more flexible you know you're going to have to understand that maybe your friend can't come out at eight o'clock you know or or can only hang out every couple months or you know Mm -hmm. stuff like that and you know I have friends that don't have kids and um the the really good friendships are are still there it's just they're different but they're also people that i've these are people i've been friends with for so long that they've our friendships have evolved and been different all in different periods of time in our lives there have been years decades where we don't even live in the same city and we're still friends Mm -hmm. so if we don't see each other every single day or every week even we still are friends Mm -hmm. you know you have to just maybe change your expectations about what that looks like and also and i and i really think that this is not just for kids it could be like your friend getting sober or something Mm -hmm. too you know if your friend got sober and you were like it's so annoying that they don't want to go out to the bars with me anymore you'd be being selfish right yeah like so think about that that it your friend has changed their life in a way that for them at least feels like a change that they wanted hopefully i hope i hope Mm -hmm. and if it's a change they didn't want then they need your support even more um but it's not about you Mm -hmm. and and also that's important to remember like if you feel like oh they don't show up i I invite them and they keep not showing up i'd say keep inviting them it's not about you they just can't you know Mm -hmm. for me it's been a, a lot like a lot of times I I just can't I haven't been able to go to certain things or go to yeah certain events or whatever for like years Mm -hmm. and I have I know that there's people who I don't I don't ever talk to anymore and I they don't invite me to things anymore and I feel sad I wish that they did still Mm -hmm. but like I literally like I couldn't I can't Mm -hmm. and even especially during the pandemic you know there were I think a lot of people had lots of different levels of safety and comfort but like there was a lot of things that I didn't go to mm-hmm. and and also legitimately there have been months and months where my kid is sick because she goes to school with other kids mm-hmm. and like I think it's shifting a little bit now but but I wouldn't want to bring her to a place or right. bring me to a place with you if I am contagious myself so yeah. it's like that's another thing that I think people who aren't around kids all the time might not fully comprehend. It's like, no, I just don't want to get you sick. <laughs> yeah. Well, as a person who um, has poor health and gets sick worse than other people because of my poor health, I do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I think as a as a I was talking a little bit with Lizzie about this. You know, like I'm childless by choice. I think mm-hmm. it'll probably be a choice that I will have for my whole life. It's just how I think I'd I'd like to live my life and lots of people have different opinions about that and yeah. that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um but I feel very privileged um that you know when I get off of work regardless of how easy or how difficult my work day is nobody is waiting for me to do anything (laughs) I'm the only person waiting for me to feed me Mm -hmm. except my dog you know who's always happy to see me (laughs) he's never in a bad mood you know what I mean like he's never needing anything more from me than I have to give that's not the case with kids or people in your life like other relationships in your life and um you know I can I want to go to bed as soon as I get home. I could make that choice. Yeah, amazing. I I could stay up until two in the morning reading a book. And you know who's the only person who's having a bad day because of that tomorrow? Me. Yeah. It's living a life without children. I've heard this rhetoric. It's selfish. In a lot of ways, it is selfish. In (laughs) a wonderful way. Right. Yeah. I get to make whatever decision I want to make. I'm very grateful for that. It's an Mm -hmm. intentional choice. But I have to understand, I, I do understand and I feel um, very sensitive toward my friends who have kids and understand that it's not like a sacrifice that they're unwilling to make, but it is, a sacrifice isn't even the right word, but that there's just more things on the plate. Right. Because there's more people pulling from that plate. <laughs> so <laughs> when they have an equally rough day at work, they get to go home to their kids who need things from them emotionally oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. need to talk at them mm-hmm. you know even just the space to <laughs> then use your listening ears to engage with somebody yeah and continue to have an upbeat attitude after you've had an upbeat attitude all day that's a yeah. lot it's you a know lot. so like then to turn around and ask them hey do you want to hang out right <laughs> i mean like you as a somebody who doesn't have kids you have to be conscientious of how much farther somebody with kids is stretching themselves on a daily basis Mm -hmm. like it doesn't really it might not seem like a lot when you're not looking at the minutiae but the minutiae makes it like a lot yeah and like just being a little more sympathetic will save these friendships if you're interested in saving them right yeah it maybe sounds like they're not they're maybe not maybe they're not saving them but if you are right having a little bit of sympathy and empathy in meeting someone where they are bring coffee when the person's taking their kid to the park right and totally. then you guys are hanging out and yeah. you know like just change your perspective mm-hmm. on the friendship and yeah. you can maintain a friendship for sure absolutely i mean yeah i think i think it just goes back to like well first of all you have to be willing to i'm very impressed destiny that you have this like it, it's hard when you don't have kids to like really understand how much time and energy it takes like emotional energy mm. and um so i think that like hopefully hopefully everyone who doesn't have kids has that understanding but i don't think they do like because i do feel so drained at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and i think my mom was such a young mom i think about this a lot yeah i remember when my mom turned 30 Mm -hmm. i was 12 that's wild you know what i mean and i think if Mm -hmm. i if i had came home to a 12 year old yeah i wouldn't have the gas right you know what i mean like yeah, so. I mean, I definitely waited to have kids. Like, w- I have one child, mm-hmm. and that's all I'm having. And uh, I was 36 when she was born. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, God, I was 37. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was 37. <laughs> um, yeah. And um, I felt like at that point in my life, I at least um, was uh, aware enough about myself. Sure. And, 
you know, I didn't even want to be going out to bars and things like that, right. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a lot <laughs> of work. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work to have one. It's, um, it seems like a lot more work to have two or three sure. or, and, um, but also it's a hard, it's hard to maintain like this part of yourself that's separate from your kids mm-hmm. or that's like, who you are as a human person beyond mom Mm -hmm. and I think it's really amazing to have friends who are willing to cut you some slack to Mm -hmm. think about your perspective and to be there for you for what you need and and I really think really good strong friendships are the kind that go through all kinds of phases sure and sometimes you don't talk to someone for a year I mean, mm-hmm. I have lots of friends that I have. I consider like people I love and I don't talk to them all the time or I yeah. haven't talked to them in a while. But I know that if I were to see them or if they were to call me, I would I would pick up the phone if mm-hmm. I could, you know. Um, and sometimes I can't. Right. But like the ones that are I know are sticking around friends are the ones who keep calling, mm-hmm. you know, and um that matters it really matters and like when you have also when you have a baby for example when you when you just have a baby is so all-consuming it might be the only thing you can talk about for a while yeah and so it's perfectly reasonable and I think there's like another side to this there's plenty of people who want to have kids and can't have kids and for those people that can be especially like harrowing Mm -hmm. (laughs) very very challenging to be around people who just had kids or who have kids and I mean I know I had a miscarriage when I was you know 15 weeks pregnant before I had Nona and there was that period of time after that and before I got pregnant again and even you know a little bit when I was pregnant again because it's so scary that like being around people with kids was really hard Mm. as if you don't and if you're like going through years and years of infertility and stuff like that being around people with kids can be so hard but if you're so I think it goes both ways like the people with kids have to understand that this could be very hard Mm -hmm. and challenging for your friends also who don't have kids for whatever reason and um we all have to give each other some compassion and slack and not expect things that our friends can't give us Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah like I think ultimately we're all adults here yeah you have to decide what friendships you want to keep in your life right and which ones you don't and which ones are worth the time that you have to put in Mm -hmm. and not because ultimately if somebody has a kid and they can't maintain the friendship to what you would like it to be Mm -hmm. that person can't be friends with you right that's it It, it, because regardless of the obstacle Mm -hmm. if you want one if, if it's imbalanced yeah because of anything because of sobriety because of a child mm-hmm. because of a, a new hobby because right. of a new boyfriend yeah, exactly. or girlfriend or partner mm-hmm. like then it's not the friendship for you right so and you know the like the thing about friendship unlike you know marriage <laughs> is mm-hmm. that there's no contractual obligation um for you or legal requirement um you know there's mm-hmm. not there's no you don't have to call a lawyer to you won't have to pay alimony yeah to yeah. dissolve the relationship mm-hmm. um you can just like respond in kind you Mm -hmm. know like we can't all not and also like if your friendship fades away it doesn't mean either of you are bad people right it just means that maybe this wasn't this it was it was what it was when it was and Mm -hmm. now 
things have evolved. Yeah, absolutely. I um I was telling Lizzie when I was, you know, say ten years ago. Yeah. Um, I'm from a small town, and a lot of people started having kids right out of high school. It was well. a lot harder to maintain friendships with people who started having children right out of high school. Oh gosh, because yeah. it was like, should I stay in my major? And your friend would be like, my baby has colic. And you're like, um, yeah, you're on real different paths there. Yeah, it's it, it, it became. I mean, when you're 20, you're like some of the least empathetic pieces oh of shit gosh. you'll ever be in your life. You know what I mean? Even if you're a good person, yeah. you're just like everybody's a little bit of a bad person in their 20s, oh, yeah. early 20s, late teens. Yeah. You know, like so. I did have some, you know, like close friends in, you know, graduating high school that I just kind of faded away from because like they were kicking into adult overdrive and I was like yeah. going into the protected shelter of a four year university. Yeah. It was just very different. Totally. Now, I, I don't know how old happily unencumbered is. Yeah. But I'm seeing my roommate go through this mm-hmm. where her friends, I mean, my roommate is my age, like around mm-hmm. 30, 31. Mm-hmm. Um, where a lot of her friends are getting married mm-hmm. and having young children. So I think mm-hmm. this is the area in yeah. life where this normally happens. Right. If you're not from like a kind of a small town. Um, and I th- now I think it's easier because we are adults and we can understand and we can be totally. more empathetic about like yeah. uh, some of the things in life that are like a little unfavorable yeah. and like how we can get through them and just be better for one. <laughs> right. Exactly. And like, you know, when you're in your mid to late thirties, mm-hmm. your friends are already also like, well, I mean, not everyone, but maybe less interested in going out and yeah, staying up late like and partying to get together. Hard. You know, yeah, like, like the time is more meaningful and mm-hmm. you're busier. So it is already harder right. to get together. Yeah. So. Like even my friends with without kids have have responsibilities. Right. right like right. they have dogs. They have their homeowners. Mm-hmm. They have careers. You Trying know to see their mean? families who probably yeah. live far away. Yeah. So they're using vac- vacation time for mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. But I also I mean, and I like. Sometimes I, you know, I have one of my, my best friend has no kids and she has like a dream life, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, no, she does. I mean, whatever. But like, she goes on lots of trips. She has really good friends. She has, I am her friend still, you know, but I, I also think that sometimes, you know, there's all kinds of friendships we can have and Mm -hmm. friendship isn't like a zero sum game. Like you can be friends with lots and lots of people Mm -hmm. and, and different times in your life. And currently the people I spend the most time with that are friends are people with kids. Mm -hmm. And it's probably because we have a shared interest. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Kids (laughs) are like, um, or, you know, we have similar schedules. Sure. We live in similar neighborhoods. Like mm-hmm. we can, we can get together and, um, also and share I think similar struggles. Right. And, and that's okay too. Like Definitely. it's, if you unenc- he- happily unencumbered, I hope can find people that also don't have kids uh-huh. because it, there should be a safe space for her. I'm, I guess we're assuming, I'm assuming it's a girl, but, um, to say like, man, People with kids are annoying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like you do need to have that that outlet, and you it, don't yeah. need to just have the same five friends. You know, it's it's it is hard to make friends as adults, but I do think it's something that um, we should all try to do because having friends makes your life better. Yeah, babe, join a book club or something. Right. If you're like looking for find a like hobby, new friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. find a hobby. Make friends in that hobby, and then it doesn't even matter if they have kids because you meet them once a week, and right. their life outside of that doesn't really matter. You know, right. like, 
there's lots of ways to like work around this problem but yeah. ultimately i think the real answer i mean expert advice giver yeah. if you agree just like maybe a little more empathy for the people in your life yeah have a little more empathy and also you know i i think the answer is yes but you also have to decide is your is this friendship worth it is going to require a little more out of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is as annoying as it is. And I agree that it can be annoying. That's like the reality of the situation because your friend with a kid just has now has this thing in their life that no matter what is always going to take precedence over hanging out with you. And it should. And it should. It should. Yeah. You know, if, if it didn't, then your friend would possibly be committing child abuse. Yeah. So, you know, like that's how it is. That's yeah. just it, it they're they're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And um if you want to stay in their life, you can. Mm-hmm. But it will take a little bit of extra work. And just yeah. flexibility, you know, like like, you know, I I have these two really close friends. I've been friends since, you know, elementary school. And one of them has kids that are a little older than mine and the other one doesn't have kids and I feel like when it comes to when we can hang out, we all have these constraints, but they're always like, Lizzie, what is your deal? <laughs> like you tell us when you can mm-hmm. hang out because I, you know, I still have to deal with bedtime. The kid, mm-hmm. the, the person that has older kids, she doesn't have to deal right. with bed. Like, like, okay, yes, her children have a bedtime, but they're old enough that, that it doesn't really matter who's there to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I'm the only one who can do bedtime, but if I'm not going to do it, you know, it's, it's just not our, mm-hmm. it's not our regular flow of things mm-hmm. and it's going to require some, mm-hmm. someone else to, <laughs> to do it. So, um, yeah. And that's the thing also, I think the time period when, when people have kids that need so much of their time and attention is actually not super long, but when it's happening, it's very intense. Mm-hmm. Like a three-year-old I, that requires a lot. Yeah. And she's lovely and I love her. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a full time thing. Yeah, I can <laughs> literally only imagine. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I don't hang out with people, you know, or right. I don't ha- have friends who don't have kids. I do. It just requires. I can't just be like, oh sure, I'll show up right now, whatever. Yeah, because the other the flip side of that coin is that parents also deserve time with people. Totally. So, so it it is worth also people without children to put in the effort. Yeah, because the it's incredible friends yeah yeah your friends who have children Mm -hmm. were your friends theoretically before they had children and Mm -hmm. now they have this child who you should also love right you can like them and i mean like i it's incredibly important to me to see these people and spend time outside like Mm -hmm. like i was saying before you know you lose you don't lose it but you can lose this part of yourself that is like the person you are Mm -hmm. beyond mom Mm -hmm. and i it's really important to me to like be around those people and um, have friends I, f- I find like going on walks with my friends and seeing them getting dinner like is one of the most important things in my life mm-hmm. even though I can't do it all the time I, d- I do I, it makes me feel like a human being mm-hmm. so yeah did we get a, did we advice I think we did but if you have thoughts about oh Lizzie's gosh advice, yes I would love it I would love to hear your thoughts honestly like I would love to hear them in text form. Yeah. If you want to, you could text me. You could text the word advice to 503-751-8731 and then just click the link and subscribe. Very good. And you could also reach out to us um, other ways. Our, our All of our information is 
readily available on the internet. It sure is. It'll be in the description below. This is a weekly podcast, but if you want to read the more distilled version of this advice and many other pieces of advice for your life, you can read Lizzie's advice column, Why Though, at OregonLive.com slash Why Though, W-H-Y-T-H-O. That's where the column lives and old episodes of this Why Though, the podcast that you're listening to right now. Yeah, and you should. You should click on it. There's lots to read. We've been doing this. Actually, we've been doing the podcast for a little while, Mm -hmm. and I've been writing the column for a couple of years, Mm -hmm. wildly enough. Um, And also, you know, send me your questions. We love to talk about these things. And um, also, email me and tell me I'm wrong. I love to hear that as well. (laughs) Don't email me and tell me I'm wrong because yeah. I'll probably cry. But, <laughs> I'm uh, used to it. I'm more used to it. And, um, you know, you know, it's going to be a day late when you get this, but you can also email me and wish me a happy birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do that. Do that portion of it. Because apparently 41 is sort of like a an uninspired number. I think it's interesting because it's, you know, a prime number. Yes. Um, but otherwise might not be one of the big birthdays. I mean, same with 31. So I'll That's true. Day. I know. I like that we're 10 years apart. Yeah. Pretty much exactly. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Almost. 31. You know what? I'd say my life really got interesting at 31. I feel like I was more of an adult at 31 than I was at 30. Well, last year tried to murder me. So hopefully this year will be. It's going to be better. For me, up. 30 was absolute madness mm, in terms okay. of a year. Fully self brought on by myself. Oh. But I was. Yeah, I don't oh. know if I was having a identity crisis or what, but it was a wild time. Now. I didn't plan for it, just for the listeners at home. <laughs> my pancreas gave out, so I didn't really have you choice didn't. in that. Oh, that, wasn't <laughs> on you. that wasn't yeah, on you. That wasn't on you. happened. Mine was more of like a month long, anyway. many months long bender, and uh, then I moved back here. I moved to Oregon. Oh, okay. I moved so back. So 10-year anniversary of moving back. Well, out. I actually moved back when I was 31. Yeah, 31. Yeah. Well, wish Lizzie a happy <laughs> 10 years back in Oregon and also a happy birthday. Yeah. Thank and also, s- it's almost Destiny's birthday. It is. BTW. 10 4, good buddy. So, next week, we'll be talking about Destiny's birthday. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, go ahead and email us. We'd love to hear your questions and your gossip. Oh, we love gossip. We love gossip. So, reach out. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Why Though the Podcast. Listen to other episodes and read my column at OregonLive.com slash why though. You can support us by leaving a five-star review or heading over to OregonLive.com slash pod support.